Oh my god, I love it so much. You are awesome. This is the second theme song of yours I've heard today, and I love them both. They are so cool. I am putting both of them, and yes. <laughs> you are amazing, dude. Thank you so much. What you just heard there is the Awesome Sauce Radio Podcast. That was their glorious thank you for my theme song that I thank that I that I thank for them. I thank a theme song for that Awesome Thoth podcast. Check out their podcast. They're wonderful, wonderful people. They also run the Cannabis Conundrum podcast as well. So this is Inspirato Projecto, if I had not said that yet. Thank you for listening. And, uh, uh, check this out. I'm listening to your David Lynch uh, part one uh, podcast, and you're talking to those people, and the very first thing that they start talking about is Glendora, and uh, they start talking about West Covina, my hometown. You didn't mention that I'm from there. You know friends there. Another synchronicity, my friend, and they're talking about Southgate High School. They almost got it. It's South Hills High School. Uh, I did not go there, but I know people who did. And, uh, yeah, uh, West Covina, my hometown, my friend. Wow. Okay, I'm going to continue listening. Out of oh, so and I went back, and the reason you're my saying driver's that she... license. So the reason, so I went to jail. Sorry, that's right. Because when they checked my driver's license, it was suspended, which I did not know that. And in Arizona, it's the same as almost manslaughter DUI, what like the hell? driving with <laughs> sure. a suspended license. At that time, I don't know if that's still the law. Wow. Now, in those three occurrences that happened in New York, the car accident. I had a car in New York. It totaled me. A, rear, a city bus rear-ended me at a stoplight. But in New York, it's a no-fault state. So here, if that would have happened, I would have been rich. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. in New York. Is it because it's a city bus? Because it's a no-fault state. It doesn't even matter. You have your own insurance. Whatever insurance you choose for yourself pays oh, really? for accidents. No matter what? Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Oh. And... So whatever, I no after idea. all I that, that I mean, I, lived, I was far away from my house or whatever. Mm. I had whiplash, all this stuff, and I just said, take my car. Mm. I'm not going to pay for this. Like, they kept putting tickets on it. It was demolished. Mm. Well, I had done everything I was supposed to, but the people at the lot didn't turn in my plates and do all the stuff they're supposed to, so my license got suspended. So after I moved, all of that stuff was put into motion, and I didn't even know. But after I got all the paperwork, which I don't even know how I fucking did that being young. It was all through a fucking fax machine. Yeah, yeah, right. Faxing and faxing and calling and calling and calling. They finally got the paperwork showed. Oh, you're right. You did turn in your plates. I guess your driver's license is suspended. Sorry. That's it. I showed up to court four times in a different state, and they said, oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. That's it. That's it. 
So it is like a dream because there's now there's like literally not there's even. There's like no evidence. I think there probably is an arrest. I think there's still shows you got arrested or something. I don't know how that works. I've never. I mean, it makes sense that they don't want any record because they don't want if it's wasn't supposed to happen. They don't want to write. You know, it benefits you not to have a. But I feel like if they ever take your prints, there is a record. Yeah, yeah, you're in the database or whatever. So, who fucking yeah. That's what's kind of ridiculous about it is that they're looking at paperwork that is simply a black and white thing that has no circumstance. There's no human uh, circumstance like, yeah. thing where you can explain the domino effect of what happened. Well, and when you get arrested, nobody. They're just. Every time I've gotten arrested, I've been just thrown to the ground, put in cuffs. No one's fucking had a conversation with me before at all. At all. It's crazy. Yeah, I just learned. I just turned around now and put my wall. So when you came out here, what was what did you start doing? Um, well, I was. It was Arizona. a brand new chapter, right? Brand new chapter. So you're like, okay, brand new story. Yeah. What did I start doing? I was doing production design. I was by myself for a long time, and then a boyfriend from New York. Um, Wait, real quick. How did you get into production design? Because I've I've become oh I've become fascinated with really looking at production design lately. He I used to gorilla art storm his room when he would go on trips. Like he would leave, and then I would just like make weird art installations in his room, not thinking about it. And he's like, you know that there's like a job for this, and I, in fact, didn't know that because I was told to be a secretary my whole life. And I was like, no, I'm a weirdo, and everyone hates what I do. I'm just doing this to annoy you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Things are weird. That's good that you had that experience that could lead you to what. You know that that could be a yeah. Job. Like if he you was, didn't, he was really pivotal and um, yeah. he was really not supportive as best as he could yeah, with yeah. what he had. He always wanted me to do something artistic, and he's the I think the the second person. The first person was a pro skateboarder who gave me my first camera, oh, and he goes, "Your life's fucking crazy. You you need a camera to document." <laughs> yeah, start taking pictures. Because nobody was believing me. Yeah, yeah And yeah. shit, ever since that, he was the first person that took me to New York. I moved out when I was 14. And he would just be like, you're already, like, having the craziest. Like, I was just having pro skateboarders stay at my house. I didn't yeah, skateboard. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just weird shit like that. He was like, <laughs> who are you? Yeah. And I still get asked that. And I'm nobody. I'm just yeah, Roxanne. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> Shit like this happens to people all the time. Yeah. And they die before they meet someone and who records them on a phone. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I know. So what did, what did you come out here and do when you came out here? Oh, I just I just got a... That was a weird synchronicity. Maybe. I don't know. Because, yeah, it was actually. Now I think about it. I was in New York. I, I had a job out in San Francisco that took me to New York a lot. I like New York more, so I flipped around and started instead of commuting in New York I commuted back to San Francisco and lived in New York but so you could have possibly been in New York when she was in New York or no I don't know I don't even know I mean that was that was was intriguing about that timeline it was five years ago and four years ago like that time I don't know that would have been like 2012, 13 you know around there maybe five years ago yeah so possible yeah yeah 
So anyway, uh, the, yeah, so I was, and I was loving New York. I always wanted to live there, and I was happy to be there. And I had a really amazing setup, amazing apartment, amazing everything. And I was pretty happy. So uh, I'd fly back to San Francisco a lot, but there was this, I mean, I'm in software. There's this hackathon happening at Universal Studios that I was supposed to fly out for. So I'm getting on the plane. Wait, did you say hackathon? Hackathon, yeah. Oh, are you a hacker? Uh, no, Is that no, a whole I side story? I'm not. I'm not personally, but I was supporting the hackers. Ah, you know, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm I'm about to sit on the plane, and I get a, I get an email, and it's from a recruiter for a company that uh, I know very well, and um, it's a very cool company that I would have always loved to work for in a field that I would have loved to work in. I never had a chance to. Anyway, um, it said, "Hey, we have this job, and this guy recommended you." And this guy was the guy who got me my current job. And um, who I'd met at the previous job before that. Oh, so wow. someone I, I knew and he was, I knew he really liked me. I knew he already had helped me. I didn't even know he was at this company. But he's like, they're like, uh, you know, we have this job and he really would love to have you here for it. And would you be interested? I wrote back quick because we had to like shut our phones off because the plane was about to take off. And I said, hey, like, I'm living in New York. Um, I don't really, never really want to live in L.A., uh, but you know what? I haven't <laughs> I seen this guy. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't seen this guy in a long time. I'm like, the fact is, is that I'm heading to LA now. This hackathon's over a weekend. Because the hackathon was over a weekend, I was working over the weekend. I told my boss, I'm going to stay in LA an extra day and take Monday off and just do whatever, do nothing. Because I, I was giving up my weekend. And so I literally had nothing planned and I was there an extra day. And so I said, I'm going to be, I'm going to have my day free Monday. I'll just come by and say hi to him if that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, I just haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. So that's, that's what I did. So it kind of put it in the back of my mind. She wrote back. She's like, oh, that's great. Like, he's available at this time in the morning. And I'm like, great. I mean, I mean, it just was nothing. I'm like, oh, like, happy accident. I, you know, I'm free that day. So I do the whole hackathon thing. And then Monday morning, I'm like, okay, I'm driving out to Calabasas. That's where the company is. I go and I sit down with him. We start talking. And after about an hour and a half conversation... We both kind of decided I was going to work there now, and wow, I mean, it was it was man. a really weird thing because wow. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, wow. it was like he just convinced me because he knew what I was going through at my last, my current job. I don't know. I was I was impressed. I, I mean, because he convinced me basically to move to LA, and I mean, and I went back to New York and I told my boss. I didn't tell my boss that he's the one who pulled me in. I said I got a great offer and I was going to go for it. My boss flew to New York immediately. He, like, took me out to try to, like, convince me. And the whole time, I'm like, don't say who it is. He said, is, is Mark over there? Because he, they were, they started this company I was working for together. Oh. Yeah, so, so it was like, yeah, it was like a big, but I just tried to keep him around. And he, yeah, he tried to keep me, but it all happened very quickly. You didn't tell I, him? Yeah, and I moved to, I got a, took the offer, took a, took a little vacation, took a trip. I even, even going to L.A., I started my job from an Airbnb because I didn't even have an apartment yet. I just got an Airbnb in Simi Valley because it was cheap. Yeah, it was yeah. the cheapest one. Yeah, yeah, cheapest one, you know, by the Ronald Reagan Library. I didn't, I didn't even know where that shit was. And I just started working, started my job. And then I'm like, you know, after a couple of weeks, I'm like, I got to find an apartment. Found the most amazing apartment, like one of the first places I looked. It was just everything just, just fell into place. Incredible. And this job has been like the most incredible job. And it's like, you know. It's, yeah, dude, how cool is that? You you listen you listen to that and you and you just went yeah let's I don't know where this is going but it, oh yeah yeah no it's it a good vibe I'm just gonna follow this vibe yeah 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 
I want to get back to something that you two were talking about <laughs> earlier about not listening to anyone, you know, and just yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what I've realized is that, uh, well, first I got to... The naysayers. I guess, I guess oh, no, I ah, yeah, the naysayers just, and the killjoys, right? It doesn't matter. So do you notice that when you follow your own heart, um, that's, you know, your things just, they unfold well, for you? Because to what you said is that, like, people do, like, all the time say to me, like, who the fuck are you? Like, well, how do you live the life you live? Because yeah. they, like, see, like, yeah, like, I'm... I'm a lot of places at once. Like last year, I was in North Korea for a little bit. Um, what? You know, yeah. Like I didn't, like, I didn't know anybody could even go in. Yeah, there. I was there for in February of last year. So, but you know, like things like that. Like people are like, "How is this happening? What is going on?" It's like when I saw that my friends from second grade at his right. birthday party. Yeah. That's literally the first thing he said is like, "Is like, what are you doing? How do you live the life you live, or whatever?" Whoa, man. You know? But uh, but that's just the thing is that yeah like. I relate to that, and it's it's funny to like try to explain. I'm like, you just you just you just like do your thing and don't listen to fucking anyone, like ever for anything. You know what I mean? Like it's that's just how you do it. But but I want to say one more synchronicity thing because it popped in my head. And oh, yeah. I just told someone oh, yeah. this story not too long ago, and it's really 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 funny. And I was at the time I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, it was blowing my mind because I was very young. So really quick, like my very very first girlfriend I ever had. I mean, it was a high school sweetheart. We started dating when I was... I mean, he's literally the first person I really dated. Uh, we dated from when I was 16 to 27. So 11 years. Wow. And it was an amazing relationship. I mean, nothing ever can really compare to that. It was, it was, you know... But anyway, for... Mostly because I just was... You're just growing apart, growing out of it. I chose to leave it. Somehow we... Leaved amicably. I mean, it was... It was, it was pretty awesome that... She was as great as she was and everything ended up as it was. I was kind of single again for the. I was single really for the first time because I mean before 16 I was such an outcast. Right, anyway. that's not. So that's yeah. Not even being single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was really single for the very, very first time at 27, and that's actually when I met Sarah. That's when I started the band. I mean, oh, everything wow. was like it was like a whole yeah. quarter life crisis. I had to like find myself again, right? One of the things that happened was uh, my 10 year high school reunion, and um, so. You know, it made sense because, yeah, we started when I was a junior. So basically my 10-year high school reunion happened right a few months after I was newly single, right? And I didn't know anyone in my grade, in my school. All my friends were a year below me, a year above me, or other schools. You know, I was just, I was just outcast from the outcast all the time, right? So anyway, um, but, but the high school reunion is in Oakland. I mean, we didn't even go to high school in Oakland, but it just happens to be a few blocks away. So I'm like, I kind of have to go because, I mean, it's right here. It's, like, in my backyard. Mm -hmm. So I'm driving, like, the two-minute drive to get there. And in my head, in those two minutes, I'm like, why am I going? Who would I even want to see? I'm like, who is in my class? And the thing that pops in my head is, like, oh, like, who's the cutest girl? (laughs) And I thought, you know, Dawn was really cute. She sat next to me in honors physics in our senior year, and she was really smart. She was quirky, but she was cute as super cute you know but I was already with my girl you know and so like in the back of my mind I'm like I almost had to like search out like the little desire I had at that time that I'd put away because I was with someone already you know and I kind of like brought it out a little bit I'm like she was cute I'm like maybe she'll be there maybe she'll still be cute maybe she'll still be single maybe there'll be a spark you know like I just thought of this and this is like my two minute drive to the reunion right so I thought of all those things right so then I get to the reunion and uh you know, she's not there, and uh, I, I, I kind of, I start connecting to, like, people I know from elementary school and stuff, because I didn't know anyone, you know, those are the only people I really can relate to. At some point, late, later, like, a couple hours in, 
she comes in and she's with a couple of people. They basically waited because they crashed it. They didn't pay for it. You know, they just like shut up so they can crash it. She walks right up to me. Like, like no one, like, like she, she's, I'm the first person she walks up to. We weren't even like friends really. She sat next to me in physics and she said something, she said like a quote to me and I'm like, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's something you said one day. And I'm like, what? What? And I'm like, I don't, I mean, okay, like, she I'll take your word for it. Yeah, she quoted me. Yeah, like, that, that literally, <laughs> literally the first thing she said. She's like, like oh, she walked up to me. It was just something you said one yeah, day, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she remembered that. And she's super, Holy she's super moly. goofy. She's like, I mean, it's it fits for her to be that weird, yeah. you know? It's great. And, and like, when I looked at her, the first thing I thought is she looks identical to how she looked in high school. I mean, she has not aged a day, you know? And she's super cute. Like, she's really cute. And so she said, oh, do you want a drink? I'll buy you a drink. And I'm like, okay. So she buys me a drink. And we're talking and talking, and then she's, you know, she finishes a drink, and I finish mine. She's like, you want, you want a drink? I'm going to get more drinks. And, I'm, and so she brings me another drink, and I'm like, okay. And so I'm drinking, and I'm like, is she? And, and then she starts to walk away, and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm getting us another drink. And I'm like, you can't. I got to buy a drink. You bought me two drinks already. I'm yelling that to her, right? And then I start talking to someone else. She shows up, and she hands me two drinks. And she said, I don't know why you said you want two drinks, but here's your two drinks. And I'm like, I said, no. I said... I want so anyway, like, oh I'm like, God. and so I'm like thinking, like, yeah, she's like trying to get me drunk, or I don't know what's going on. Um, whole like, long story short, like we ended up leaving the other. We ended up actually going to the phone booth in San Francisco, which is funny because that's where like Sarah hung out, and, yeah. all and I'm like, I'm like, am I gonna see like my San Francisco friends, you know, whatever? But but, and we're and her best friend was was kind of hosting us. We all end up like you know we me and Don end up making out or whatever, and then like we. And it's, it's like, I think it was like my first kiss, like, since, no, it was my second, my second kiss, like, since, like, breaking up with my girl. So it was all, like, very, and it was, I remember it was in the car, and actually, I actually took a picture, it's so funny, I still have it somewhere, like, us kissing, and then, uh, and we ended up staying the night at, at her friend's house, and then, yeah, we started, like, dating after that. Wow. So, yeah, it was really, really weird, because, like, all, I went back in my mind, and I had, like, this two-minute drive, and this checklist in my mind of like what could possibly happen you're not kidding why, you have tons of these examples yeah like why I, why I'd want to go I, I just thought and, I would too I thought of a path I didn't take but that was oh, like yeah. but there's Tinder. actually there's actually one more to this I mean oh, this oh. is like a secondary thing but, oh, oh really yeah, 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 yeah. no no finish that one so anyway so we were dating for two three months um she calls me one day and she said this is how crazy she is she's like Doug I gotta we gotta I can't see for a little bit. I'm just going to take a break. I have to go take study for the bar exam. I'm going to take the bar exam. And I'm like, okay. Like, she's super brilliant, right? But super goofy. I mean, I, she wasn't even going to law school. And in California, you could take the bar exam without going to law school. You just have to pass. So she started studying. And I thought she was kind of blowing me off, you know? Because I'm like, she just said, don't call me. I'll call you when I'm done. That's what she said. <laughs> And so I'm like, all right. And so, like, that was it. And I'm like, I guess I'm... I'm just going to go ahead and study for the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's kind of like what the German said to me. Really? Well, okay. it's just like, I have to go to school. Well, okay. Yeah, Bye. so I totally, I totally took it as, like, she's <laughs> gay. Bye. I'm like, it's over. She's go blowing me school. off. That's it. And, I'm, and I was okay with it. We only dated for a little while. I mean, we had, there's some crazy stories from that. But anyway, so that night, I go, I hang out with my, one of my friends, and he works at a station, a TV station, local TV station. We drop off... Part of like hanging out, we have to drop off equipment. We drop off equipment. This girl comes out, and I'd met her once at a bar before, and I thought she was really pretty. And uh, one of my friends actually was hanging out with her a lot, but he was kind of keeping her to, her to himself a little bit. So we meet up, and we start chatting just while they're putting away equipment. And she says, oh, we should go out sometime. And she gives me her number. And this is like at the end of the year. 
So it's just before New Year's. So I get her number, and then I call up my friend, and I'm like, hey, like, I think this girl may like me. I know you're hanging out with her. Is it okay if we go out with her? If I don't, uh, and he's like, no, go for it. And then we go out. I think we go out, like, New Year's Eve is, like, our first date or something. So, of course, like, we're at the Casanova in San Francisco. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's always, yeah. And we, like... And we're like, yeah, midnight comes and we kiss and then like, you know, and I remember calling my friend, I'm like, yeah, she is into me because we just kissed and he's like, what? And it's a whole other story. But anyway, so we start going out and, uh, and we're going, and I'm like, wow, this is interesting because like, like this, the, literally the day Don told me we're not going out anymore, I meet this girl, she gives me her number and now we're going out. You know what I mean? It was, so it was like. There was no downtime, like zero. <laughs> There's no downtime. Not really yeah. having a hard time dating this one here. <laughs> no, no. And and dating was all new to me at 27. No, no, it, I was You're having a hard time. Oh, I mean, just take this. Well, ride. that's the thing is that I already had a few months of like not knowing what the fuck I was doing. You know what I mean? And a big couple big missteps right. in the beginning. So anyway, yeah. So I'm I'm amazed at all this. You know, I'm mean, even amazed these girls are talking to me because they're gorgeous. You know. And so anyway, um, so we start dating. Some stuff happens. After a while, I kind of realized this girl may not be for me. She's like a little crazy, but not in a good way. <laughs> but anyway, it comes to a point where I, I actually tell her, like, we can't, I don't want to see you anymore. We can't do this anymore. She, like, freaks out. She, she, and this is in the, I'm living in this Oakland apartment. We're in the parking lot where I park. And she starts, like, screaming. And she's like, no. She's like, what is it? She want to see other people? She's like, you can see other people. I don't care. I still, I just want to be with you. And then, like, I'm like, no, 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 like, this is kind of why. I'm trying to explain to her, like, her acting out this way. I'm like, this is kind of why. Like, but just, it's okay. We'll talk later. Just know, you know, and I'm trying to, like, get in the house at the end of the night. Not the end of the night. It was kind of the beginning of the night. But, you know, I mean, it was, it was <laughs> the end of the day. And so, anyway, I'm walking. I remember it was so bad that as I'm walking, she literally grabbed my leg, and I had to drag her. What? Like, what? Like, like, on cement. And I'm like, this is not, I mean... Part of me is like... It's like stuff you see in cartoons. Yeah, you don't yeah, expect yeah. that to... And I mean, I have to be honest, like, part of me was kind of loving it because it's like, it's really stroking my ego. It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, this is this is crazy shit. But part of me was like, please, please, like, get up and we'll talk later. I don't want, you know. So anyway, I get her I get her off of me and go into Those my guys apartment. guys are all waiting to cut. Oh, maybe. <laughs> they were hiding right there. They just cut online. Oh, shit. So He's anyway, now this everyone's is... everyone's book, all right. So this is the crazy thing is that I, after I get her off of me and whatever, I go into my apartment, like a lot of stuff's going on, my, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm feeling a lot. My phone rings, I pick it up and it's Dawn and she said, I just finished my bar exam and actually it was, it was down the, it's down the street from you. Do you want to meet tonight <laughs> and get a drink and like celebrate? I'm like, oh, how'd it go? And she's like, good. And I'm like, okay. And then we just met up like couple, you know, like, a, like 30 minutes later, 40 minutes, I don't know. But she literally said, yeah, she's like, yeah, it's, it's such a coincidence. I mean, I took the bar exam and I'm like, I got there and she's like, oh, it's right next to where Doug lives. It's perfect. And so then like we picked up immediately. I mean, of course, you know, and then we and, like it was true. Like she just needed to study and she took it. And like the moment it was over, she called me and she happened to be next to my place. And so we went out that night. I didn't tell her about anything that was going on. That was a surreal night, though. I was like, I was like, this just happened. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't last that much. We didn't last that much longer. But another really, really quick thing about her is that after we did break up, I had a business trip to Japan, and Donna never left the country before. But she loved to travel around the country. I told her, like, she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm going on this trip." And we're, we're like broken up. We're not going to see each other anymore. She said, oh, I've never been to Tokyo. Can I go with you? And I said, um, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, we're not seeing each other anymore. She's like, don't worry about that. And I'm like, okay. 
And she actually did end it with me, so I was a little more open to it, but I didn't want to be like messed with or whatever. This is the crazy thing is that she gets an expedited passport because I'm leaving in a couple weeks. She buys a ticket and she's just, she's like, I'll just come for the weekend. And she flies, like she was there about 48 hours. I was going to say, isn't it like yeah. two days to fly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like ridiculous. And I even told her when I arrived, I'm like, I'm going to a concert and you can come stay in my place. I'll give the hotel your key, whatever. And I go and take off and see Mel Banana, this band, like way out. Oh, that, love Mel Banana. Yeah, way out in the middle so of nowhere. I, I had to take a train to like a part of, it's my first time in Japan too. So, I mean, that was a crazy adventure itself. Whole, that whole story is crazy. I get back to the hotel. I, uh, I say to the, I was so clear with the, the staff to, this girl's gonna come, her name is this. Give her this envelope with my key in it. You know, I told them everything. They come over and they're like, and they're like, oh, like, there's a note for you. And they give me this note and it's from Dawn. It's like, they didn't know your, they didn't have your key. I went to find another hotel. And I'm like, what? Like, we're in the middle of Shinjuku. It's like the craziest part of Tokyo. And I'm like stressed. I'm like, oh my God. And then they're like, oh, and here's your envelope. And they give me back the key. And I'm like, I was so pissed. I'm like, yeah, this is what you were supposed to give her. And I'm just like, it was so, and it said to Dawn. It was just like, okay. So anyway. So I'm super stressed. I'm actually kind of like drunk because I drank a bunch at the show and I like I'm barely, kind of like yeah. Drunk. So I like sit there and waiting in the lobby and I'm just like oh, worried man. to death. Oh, I'm just man. like, I'm just like this girl, she's never been out of the country and she's in Tokyo in Shinjuku without a place to stay. She landed yeah. late at night. I'm like, and she's, you know, this, and so I'm like staying up all night waiting in the lobby, just waiting for her to walk back in the door, never walks in the door and I eventually go to sleep, you know. I'm awoken in the morning by like a knock at the door and I open the door and she's like, hi. And she just like comes in with her bags and I'm like, hi. <laughs> so anyway, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like another story with her. There's another story with two other, three other girls in Tokyo from that. That's all crazy shit. So it just keeps going. Like it all wow. keeps going, but that's, I've yeah. just entered a vortex. Of I know. Astounding I know. I know. Stories I know. with you two. <laughs> It's crazy. It's incredible. Like, I'll just, like, give you a little, like, like, this is, this actually happened. Like, it was my birthday in Tokyo. I ended up meeting an old coworker there. There's even the story of her getting there. We ended up together after that trip. So, but in the middle of her going downstairs to buy me a little cake in the gift shop so we can celebrate and sing my birthday together, as she's downstairs, I get a knock at my door. And it's another girl that I met at a bar. And she's like, hi, I wanted to surprise you. And I'm like, <gasps> like I mean, nothing yeah, happened it's between quite us. a surprise. Nothing happened between any of these girls, you know what I mean? But I'm like, uh, and I didn't know what to do. I'm like, come in, come in. And then she came in, and then my friend came back, and she oh. opened the door, and this girl's standing there. And I'm oh. like, hi, Christy, this is Mizuho. We met the other day. And I'm like, she came in to, to, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I just, you know, you know, and and then we ended up like all celebrating my birthday together and singing happy birthday. And I have all these pictures of like the two of them. And yeah, it was was just like, (laughs) yeah, but that was crazy. That's like a moment where like, oh shit. Like it is like a movie. It's like, you don't know what to do. I thought either I'm in huge trouble or, you know, but each of these stories, they sound like you're, I mean, you're really building the path as you're like you're, you're building the road is being built as you're walking. That's what it sounds like. From lily pad to lily pad or whatnot. It's just like, yeah, whoop, there's, there's yip, a lot. perfect timing along, that trip all along the way. It was a three-week trip that had many, many, many crazy, crazy, like, twists and turns to it. That, and I haven't, I haven't had anything quite like that, like, that much density, you know? Like, but, but it is that kind of thing. Like, I was so newly single, so newly independent. It is the kind of thing where, like, 
everything was new, so I was much more open to lots of stuff. As you get yeah. older, as you get hurt, you know, like you do, like close yourself off. You start going, oh, there's there's something I recognize, now I'm going to close it off. Because oh, yeah. I already yeah. know what that is oh, going to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you have to, yeah, reground that. Well, so the Tinder story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, I was like, I'm going to give this Tinder thing a try. And this was three years ago. So, I'm just like, no, there's nobody good looking on this Tinder thing. There's just this one guy, and I swipe him, and we're a match. And I was like, okay. And then it's like late at night. Like, I wasn't gonna actually even go out that night. I was like, you know, using it like a fucking game. We go face, face, face. Like that face, don't like that face. And he writes me, and I was like, over a match and he's like yeah he's like it's really weird that it still matched me because I don't live there he's like I live in Florence Italy and I just got back like two days ago that was like from I swiped you like two days ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I was like oh fuck but Florence Italy is like literally where I stood on a bridge and I was like this is where I want to get proposed to and like live like I was like when the fuck and I didn't meet anybody on that trip to Florence. I'm this guy, and he was just like so down. And we talked for like two weeks, and he's just like, I really just feel like this is really crazy, and we should meet. So he bought me a ticket to come to Italy. And I worked on this piece, this like video thing with this chick who was like using me or whatever, but I like busted my knee and I took it as a sign and I didn't go and I didn't follow it I like just didn't take the ticket and go because I was like I don't know you if I can't walk I don't want to go to another country yeah yeah yeah. even though you didn't look weird but you don't know even with this guy that I the German guy that was a whole thing because I was on the other end trying to be like I I'm not a weirdo I swear I'm not a weirdo. I promise I'm not a weirdo. I am not perfect, but, like, it was, like, pulling. So, finally, I had to buy a ticket, and I just surprised the German guy because he, like, couldn't. He was like, I've never met someone like this that I didn't, like, where you're, like, preemptively going to meet somebody instead of just randomly, like, obviously just met somebody. It was, like... So, the German guy was on Tinder? No, no, the German guy was Instagram. We knew uh, we have a lot of mutual friends, mm. but um, I wrote him and we talked for. This is actually coming up on a year, so like this time last year, we talked and he like it was too. I offered to come see him and he said it was too much, and he just ghosted me until September of last year, and then it was like, I still like you. And then it was, like, an email for my birthday. And then he ghosted me because I had made a care package. So in the old school way, it was like, nobody fucking does this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking to somebody, and I know he's scared to meet me, so I just tried to make as many physical things possible. I wrote a letter and, like, made a drawing and, like, sent stickers, like, patches, like, bands we liked and tried to make myself real out of this package and then he ghosted me and then it was like in December and he, he 
held a picture of my letter up to the moon, because we used to talk about the moon all the time, and was like, you've been with me this whole time. But then he still couldn't pull the trigger to come meet me. I now see the error. There's no, like, shoulda, woulda, coulda, but I'm always... If I see what I want, I am a chaser, and I, it's really hard for me not to chase. So then I was like, once I got, like, once I met him, I was like, let's fucking do this. And then he was like, a little more skeptical than me. Like how I was with the Italian. And then my mom was like, you act like nobody loves you, and there's been plenty of dudes that loved you, and you didn't love them back. And I was like, well, and isn't that the joke of life? What the fuck am I supposed to fucking do? You don't feel sad for the people you didn't love back. That's <laughs> it's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. All I fair mean, it's, is. It's, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. all fair in love and war. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really fucking is. And when you see the truth in it, we were because right before that we were talking about how it is like to believe it because you're like okay. Yeah. With the expectations the of attachment versus the reality. Yeah. Because I mean I don't know like well, uh, there's some point that came in my life I think when I was hurt a few times and like. Or basically, like, you could tell yourself this, and I tell people this sometimes. It's like, if that person doesn't want to be with you, then why would you want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you? You know what I mean? It's like a simple logic thing. It somehow becomes and it makes a, sense. Then it becomes a game, even if it wasn't a game before. It's somehow, yeah. for me. What, to, like, figure out what the missing pieces were? Is that Well, and that goes, it's like, that plays on things of, like, with my mom and my dad just being, like... There's feeling like I had to, I wasn't getting the attention I wanted, so then I'm like, what about now? Does this make you want to pay attention to me? Does this make you accept me? So then thinking in this way that like love is like, everyone can love you if you just figure out the right formula or something. That like it can work. And it's really, it's, it's, there's, there's too many elements for it to be just that. It's kind of, it's an, it's an egotistical way. And it's like a safeguarding way too. I don't know. I'm working on it. I think there's something to be said for uh, chemistry. And that's the thing too, where it was like, well, yeah, I mean, that is one of the elements, like, and belief. And that's where it was going like, okay. We had this chemistry, and you both acknowledged it, and then it's scary and sad when you can see that moment that person's eyes were like, they get scared, or like, like you're in that moment, because it was like, totally when we were there, where I was like, it's, you see it go away, and it fucks you up. I tell people all the time. And you're like, what I do? You want to go back to the moment where, like, you can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not can unsee that. (laughs) Or go back to the moment where other feelings were there. But everything happens for a reason. And and that ended because, like, there was, like, a text message his roommate sent after, like, all of these other things. And it's, like, it's not because something's happening. It's, like, that happened because I needed to see that that was real. I think. Well, there was, like, they act weird with each other, and I, yeah, he has a female roommate, and 
in that moment we were like, oh, should this person be defending me? Is there something to be defensive about? Or whatever. But then we went on a trip together and she was like, texted him like, I just smoked in your bed. And I was like, you know, it's not like this. I'm like a tourist in this thing that is your life. I, I, that's when I realized there wasn't a space made for me. That I was like, not in it. Do you think that's what he was kind of trying to tell you up to that point? Um, no, I think that's what his roommate was trying to tell me. <laughs> By being territorial and really mean to me when I was there. And then, maybe by him... I mean, I don't... Maybe subconsciously he was, but it was like... He couldn't help but show me where his loyalties were. So in that way, you kind of just are, even if you're not. It's like, I don't know. It's really expansive because we did have this connection, and that's like now we're in this thing where it's like maybe we shouldn't talk. And I go, well, here's the game, right? I'm talking to you because I feel like at some point your mind might change if I'm like around and you're, I feel like you're talking to me because you're getting attention until someone you want to be in a relationship is around. There's two different things. And then because he's so cute, it's hard for me to stick to my guns. He'll do something like cute or like bring up one of those synchronicities, those really nice things that I told him. And then that's when I'm like, that isn't fair! Yeah, yeah. Kind of isn't fair. I mean, but it's not. It's natural. It's natural, and I get it. It's also natural to be like, you know, if someone's going to stroke your ego, apparently I do it the best. That's really nice of you to notice that and get your ego stroked by me, but like, I only have two hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not leaving yeah. enough for other people. Well, it's funny because I'm like, I'm like super, super romantic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the conclusion of the story. That's, it. <laughs> that's the name. That's the name of her book. Yeah, yeah. She writes. I only have two hands. Yeah. There is one of my favorite ones. Is I'm Subtitled dancing as fast as I can. Yeah, I'm yeah. dancing as fast as I can. And it was just like a sad girl, like with a dance outfit. Is that when you're dancing with a giant? You know, every, <laughs> it's like when you're walking with a little dog, right? Like, you take these red, normal steps, but you take them like, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, so that's, yeah. that's you dancing with him, you know? Oh, he takes yeah. one that step and you have to take like five. Oh, yeah. That was like the ants yeah. tap dancing. I'm dancing as fast as I can. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love to... There's, it actually does bring me pleasure. It's like I can I can derive pleasure from seeing the pleasure of someone's ego being stroked. I can get in there. I can get that meta. Oh, well, wow. yeah, you like that? But then... <laughs> At a certain point, it does become tiring because it is just, just like you can't eat fucking cheeseburgers with donuts as buns for the rest of your life. You can't fucking have that much. Yeah, yeah. You can't have seven people make love to you every fucking day. It's a fucking, it's a treat. It's a delicacy. You don't fucking. That's not every day. It'll be at the end of the day. You will. You will. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Get over it. Yeah, yeah. It's true. So you have to. <laughs> it's not easy for me. It's a treat. A delicacy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many books of poetry have you written so far? I know. They're all on my phone. They're not books. They're just notes. Yeah, yeah. 
But today, actually, I had started like a quip page from 10 years ago. A it's what a, page? Like, different quips or like oh. weird things oh. that I've... Twitter was invented then, but I didn't put it on knowledge. Twitter. Mm. Yeah, it's 12 pages long, and I did decide today that I was going to illustrate something. And oh, yes, that's right. So you draw as well. Yes, I do draw. And I always... Actually, this is a verbalization thing. So in the past, I have discounted my drawings. I'm a perfectionist. It's really hard, and I'm like... Mm. No one's gonna get what this is. No one's gonna do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started being like, because I don't take my drawings seriously on my iPhone, I would like, I'll like send drawings all day long to people, like on yeah, my yeah. phone. Because I don't, and everyone would just be like, these are really great. And then I, not to discount David Lynch's drawings, but I was like, I could totally make a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And that's another that's, I guess that would be a synchronistic thing is today I just looked at the clips and I was like these are all fully formed ideas yeah, yeah. each one of these fucking tangents that's on these 12 pages I could write a whole fucking book about them I know exactly what I was thinking yeah, and yeah. where that's from and actually you probably have some more perspective now yeah and just later. being like layers yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that and then I haven't shared them with anyone. I send it to the German as an experiment to see if he thought it was funny. Because I don't know, I don't know if people who speak English would know what I was saying, let alone someone who speaks German. But I thought I would like send it <laughs> off as a fucking. He goes, I'll read it tomorrow. And now that's when I said okay, fine. Yeah. It's, not, <laughs> it's not a great response. No, <clears throat> but. It's this fucking game. He called me yesterday and I was like, oh, you want to know how I'm doing? Why? I was like, so you have space now? I'm like, I don't want to talk to you once every one fucking week and a half. Mm. Anyways. So do, you can self-publish stuff oh, yeah. that goes up on Amazon. I, I started my project of uh, publishing my old sketchbooks mm. from like uh, long ago. Yeah. And I only have two of them. So, uh, two, two of them out of like not nine. Well, I got more, but like not nine. I would uh, use like these 70 page, like this size. Yeah. And I would just draw them like, just like crazy. And uh, once I heard that you could self-publish your stuff through lulu.com is what it's called. And they put it up on uh, amazon.com and it goes out to, if you want, if you want them to distribute it, they'll distribute it to all kinds of secondhand bookstores and all kinds of it'll end up on barnesandnoble.com and tower.com and wow it's just so fun because um, I realized I was looking at these sketchbooks and I realized this is the only copy of this thing that I have you know like that's lost I'm not going to manifest a reality where where I where I lose it but let's manifest reality where I always have it (laughs) so that way it's a gift to my future self like the podcast anything I'm doing is they're all gifts to my future self so he knows what this guy's been doing this whole time and a lot of times I can't remember what I did the other day you know so it's like it's nice to be able to have that that's really cool that you said that that's how it felt when I re just looked at those I was like and then you get to be surprised by yeah 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 so you could totally you could totally self-publish those those things and it, it, would be, it wouldn't be any issue at all. I mean, you could just scan them in, you make a PDF file, and it's fun, and it's easy. 
I really needed this today. I really oh. am so appreciative. <laughs> yeah, I just... There's, like, these little pushes because I think, honestly, and it's not that I've accomplished everything that can be accomplished in a life, but I do feel like because I have that power to make things happen, I'm the one thing that you can't... Well, you can love yourself, but, like, I haven't felt like I've had what I would call a successful... And maybe that's just because it's not the person that I, like, got married to or had a kid with. So then I felt like, because I had put all these elements into, or I felt like of everybody, more the most elements were put together with this person, that I was like, fuck. I don't know. And then it kind of it really blocked my creativity for, like, the last yeah, couple months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I just felt like that was... That's, like, such a huge expression, just, like, writing or anything else, like, this living thing that is love, this expression, and then I felt like, because that person didn't accept it, that I wasn't expressing it correctly, so I had all these things about, then I was being super tedious with my writing, being super, like, would stop myself from writing after 10 minutes, and just being, like, super hypercritical of, like, everything, and... So these last weeks and everything, I've just been, like, pushing, like, going on hikes every day and just being like, okay, what are you going to do? So I had a couple ideas and reached out to my friends, and that's why it feels like this final part, which is, like, not a final part. Now I actually have to do it. But of this, like, momentum building of, like, you could do it, you could do it, you could do it. And, like, my voice just wasn't loud enough for some reason these last couple weeks. I was like, I can't hear you. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> what? No, I can't. And, yeah, it just felt louder. And then today I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, I totally have things to say. A lot, actually. <laughs> I just keep quiet Well, it definitely it. helps to, to have those who, uh, a pre, a, you know, those who have a mission of wanting to turn up the volume of, of the greatness of a person and, and, and bring out those potentials. Um, and help them become the best version of themselves possible. You know, and that, you know, like you were talking about before, the naysayers. Like, that's one of the things I'm always talking about, the killjoys and the naysayers. Like, uh, let them grovel around in their own, like, self-limited things, and, and then replace those people with, like, folks who want to see, you know, in, encourage that, that greatness. And that, that stuff is so, that stuff is so, so very, very important. And that's why it's so joyful when you come across, like, your tribe, like, when you come across your people. He's like, ooh, and there's such a shorthand there, and such a, a, there's no, there's no, there's no resistance there. It's like a, it's a fast track. Well, you know, and it's, it's kind of crazy because at heart, that guy is a naysayer, and I felt like, because we liked, and it was, I didn't think of it as changing. I thought it was like, oh, I'm just going to, like, show you the magic. But that is that is changing somebody because you you can't make them see that. And instead of it made me feel like a weird like fairy or something. It was just like the power was like too strong. Like it was like the fucking force like was not yeah, yeah, yeah. anywhere. That's I was like, funny. oh, you're right. You know, because I was trying to use the mag to just be like, look, like he was like how can you date someone who lives in another country? And I was like, well, 
I, I'll, I've seen friends that did it, but there are also movies. There are, like, physical things showing that it could happen. Oh, well, that's just a movie. Well, if everything's just the just the just the, then, yeah, <laughs> then fuck, nothing is going to fucking happen. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's the weird thing. It's just a movie. It's just a this. Someone had to fucking think it and make it happen, and then people make that thing happen off the dream. It's just the same thing. Thoughts are th the real. And that's why I kept being like, the daydreamer thing, he would kind of get down on me and just be like, yeah, well, yeah, well, you need a job. Like, no, a job's just over broke. That's not who the fuck you're supposed to be. There's safety and comfort, and there's like, safety and comfort where nothing's happening. I don't know. It's the comforts inside you just like the love is. The vehicle is all within you, so you don't have to worry about this outward thing. It's not going to look like that for everybody. Some people it will look exactly like how we see the cover of a book or something. Yeah. Some people won't, and they'll still feel all of those things. Yeah. I don't know where I'm at with this. I don't know if I'm going to have that look or something else. It has not fully formed yet, though. <laughs> Do you know that much for sure? But it feels like it's on the precipice, and in, and in tarot, there's like the tarot, the tower card, which is like the shittiest card you can get. But it's also the best card, like he was saying, how December 21st is, because the next star card is the star card. Oh, yeah. Like, actually what you think is the happiest day, because the first day of summer is kind of the saddest, because yeah, the days yeah, are getting shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... You know, once again, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. It's like the darkest hour is right before the fucking dawn. That's yeah, like the yeah. absolute darkest time is right before the sun's going to fucking come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hold on to that truth. Like, how dark is it? Oh, fuck. It's not that dark. That means it's going to get darker. It's really dark. It might soon be brighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just little things you have to hold on to that kind of remind you, like little Cheerios that lead you back to remembering. I know it feels phenomenal when you're able to be in your element around people and 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 they bring out that best version of you where they're, 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 it's just boundless you uh, your imagination is like like I'm not, I took this I took this ride with my dad and my brother we, we have some we have this um, so, some so small piece of property like out in Arizona that that uh, my grandparents had long ago. And so we decided, well, let's go out and see this. Let's go see it. So it was phenomenal. The whole car ride up there, there was not a serious, there was not, like, it, most of the stuff we were talking was, like, mostly gibberish. It was mostly, it wasn't necessarily what we were saying. It was the, the fact that we were having fun saying it. And the puns and the wordplay and the, like, that was what we were concerned about. Oh, seeing how far you. we could stretch it. How far, what, you know, how can we... Let, how many of those like hundred dollar vocabulary words can we like <laughs> just drop in there, you know? And then and then have that guy. It's like okay, go, you know. I hand him the baton, and now it was his turn to like see how far he could run with it, you know. Next guy, ooh, and it was great because it would get to the point where like we're just trying to see how far out there we could get with the puns, and it was just the most enjoyable thing. And that kind of thing, when you when you're able to find that, and then yeah. I, it's something that just definitely. Surround yourself with. When um, Terrence McKenna talks about DMT, that's what that just reminded me of because then I could visualize. And at certain points in my upbringing, I was like, maybe I am autistic because I do have sensory like sensitivity, 
where like certain notes will like all see colors or it'll be like I could see pictures and I used to count wow. syllables with people talking before I even I would just see a ball bouncing on every word that they said like holy moly I sometimes spell the words really? that people are saying sentences that people are yeah, saying to me I'll spell young, it out in my brain I love the spelling bees growing up they were they were so great and some too. oh yeah I got third I, I got third place weird. and I went so you won an award yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now I forgot what I was going. Do you remember? Do you remember what words you you screwed up on ever? <laughs> no, I did way too many drugs after that. Oh, really... oh, gotcha. There's like certain things that stick out, but like even that, which we were drinking a shit ton when we met when I was doing karaoke, which yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. I was like nice to you, and I was like, oh yeah. Then I rem- it all came flooding back, but like yeah. I did used to drink a lot. <laughs> oh god. But you were saying Ter- Terrence McKenna. Yeah. So with the DMT. Talks about. Um, the creatures and then what they speak is instant manifestation where it's like um, it's not a sound it's not a word it's it's not a thought it, it what they say comes into being and it's fucking crazy but when you say that it's like the wordplay it is that it's like when you're seeing how far it is go you really are just creating dimensions and stuff it's it's trippy it's it's not a I can't fuck with people that don't play like that. Yeah. It's hard. It really is hard for me. Cause then I just that's creation. I mean, that's why that's why I hear. Like you know what I mean? It's either you're either sticking with, like I said, recreating what you know, or else creating something new. Mm-hmm. You know? Sometimes it's as simple as that. Yeah. And there's fear around the unknown, and people. And that's what you know, I people said, rationalize that. People rationalize that fear. Like they 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 identify with it. It's really it's really weird. Yeah, he was like, he goes, well, isn't it regular just to take the path of least resistance? And yeah, I was like, right, right, right. and I go, I guess, but I must be fucked up because I never do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds like a very survivalist way Yeah, to and so I go the complete opposite, and that's also where we're like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both need to meet, not directly in the middle, but like in the realm of middle, wherever the fuck that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, they're doing Radiohead. Thanks for calling. Please don't eat or drink or smoke in train. Now we're placing your feet on the seats. The next stop is the bottom. Send them.
Wow, it's the first time I've heard it like this. This is Stu Strauss, the Woodsman, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto.